Welcome to a new world of entertainment. The ultimate entertainment platform. Featuring Mike Winkler. From Condiment Games, Jeremy Larson. Jason Kabasi. And Martin Houston. Created by friends. We feature live discussions on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. In-depth podcast discussions. Gaming streaming. And written reviews. Subscribe to our podcast and visit our site for more info. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Action, Entertainment. On this episode of our podcast, we break down and discuss the upcoming films of 2022. Welcome in, everybody, to Lights, Camera, Action, another podcast for you in less than a week. That's kind of a first for us. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a first for us. I'm sure we've done it before, but it's I mean, Mike had a good idea of why not do the follow-up episode to the best and worst of 2021 to mm-hmm. go and just like we did. I don't know if it was last year or the year before again, but us doing a continuation of, you know, the movies that we're looking forward to in 2022. Yeah, we did one of these shows i don't remember if it was going into 2021 or going into 2020 um but it was a fun episode we showed off trailers we talked about the trailers we talked about what we were looking forward to seeing what we thought might be good what might be bad i think you and i were kind of dead on with a lot of the movies that we thought might be good and bad last year i i think we were too uh we might have missed one or two here or there but i i That's to be expected. You can't expect us to, you know, be able to nail everything. We're not psychics. We're not psychic. I think I think the biggest disappointment that we both agreed on, obviously, was the Matrix Resurrections. That was by far, I think, the greatest disappointment of the year. And they they've pretty much all but confirmed that there's not going to be a Matrix Five. So don't get your hopes up, fans of the the like ten fans that are out there that have been that actually liked Resurrections. Yeah, uh, if we're going to get more of what we saw with Resurrections, I'm I'm good with this being the end. Because the only good thing that came out of this for me was that Neo and Trinity were alive. That's it. That's it. I, can you really even call it that they were alive, though? Because this is technically, they were both dead. This is just uh, 60 years later in a different version of The Matrix now. True. Um, I guess in a way they did die. They were resurrected, as they say. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 my brain hurts too much to even try to figure what out what the hell they're trying to do. Uh, oh, well. Anyway, right. let's get into this episode. All right. So let's get into Janu- uh, January. There wasn't much. We're already halfway through January. So we're starting this a little late. But there's nothing really uh, there's coming for the rest movie. of the month. Well, there's one that came out already and one that's coming out towards the end of the month that I'd at least be willing to watch. 
Uh, uh, Scream, of Scream, course, just came out. That's just like a psycho ex-girlfriend. Uh, you, you can't help but go back to it every now and then. Well, it's the reviews been, have also been very good. I'm wonder. I'm hoping that they do something that actually is unexpected this time around because every it follows the same exact formula every time. Well, that's exactly it. I'm hoping that they're bringing something new to the table other than just bringing back another, you know, ghost face. Exactly. So that's playing uh, right now. Uh, what's the other one at the end of the month that we're going to talk about? Cyrano. I know. Oh, that's the one with the guy from Game of Thrones. I forgot about that. Yes. That does, I, look, that does look pretty good. I was always a fan of the story, and I'm a huge fan of... Uh, Peter Dinklage's acting. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hyped to see this film. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that actually does look pretty interesting. So yeah, I put that on my on my list to look out for. Uh, do you have any uh, trailers for that you want to pull up? Or I, I don't have one on hand right now. I, I, yeah, I, I broke fine. down certain do. mounts, but I forgot about that one. I wish I would have remembered that because that actually would have been one to really uh, to pick out. Um, so the first one that I that came on my radar was something they've been advertising for a little bit, and that is Moonfall with uh, with Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson. It's a sci-fi film from the director of 2012 and Day After Tomorrow. Uh, let's, let's keep in mind the fact they've got a pretty decent cast in this one. Like you said, you've got Halle Berry, you've got uh, Patrick Wilson, you've got Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. Michael Pennant. You've got a good cast for this. You do. You do. And uh, I had to have a trailer for this one, so let's check this trailer out and see what we've got in store for us. All right. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? 535 years ago... Fly the Atlantic. We choose to go to the moon and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Well, that looks interesting. Hmm. I can't give a yes or a no on it right now. It really didn't show enough to warrant an opinion for it. It's just like how it was with... um. It's just like how it was sort of with Last Night in Soho. In a sense, like, mm-hmm. obviously not the same premise, so don't worry about that, but... It, you really didn't know what to expect from the film. 
Uh, yeah, you're, you're kind of right. Last night in Soho had one of those trailers that we said that didn't give away too much, but actually it did because we missed that second trailer, which I'm happy that I did. But this trailer here doesn't give away too much, which might be a good thing. It might be. Well, there's um, no guarantee on it, but it might be. But I'd be wanting to at least give it uh, one view. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. It looks interesting enough where I'm like, okay, it's piqued my interest to go give it a watch. Yeah. And so, then okay. also coming out the same day. Mm-hmm. The one we've been waiting for that got delayed. Jackass forever. Woot, woot. Let's get the trailer queued up for this one. It doesn't matter how long this has been going on. It doesn't matter how old we get. We are guys. We are going to act like little kids when it comes to watching some of this stuff because we have very poor sense of humor, and this just shit just makes me laugh hysterically. <laughs> All right, let's queue up the trailer. The world waited for what felt like forever. Then... We waited longer. But this February, we promise. This is gonna be the gnarliest shit ever. The wait is over. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> oh, I miss hearing those words. I miss if this, man. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. <laughs> <laughs> when you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. If they trust us to go to the bathroom, they're less intelligent than I thought. In the drawer, but I know enough to know. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. You're still blowing people up. As if life's not hard enough. This guy's one badass dude, right? <laughs> oh, man, I'm on jackass. It's a Texas rat snake. Venomous? <sighs> <laughs> you never want to hear that. Francis hits harder than any heavyweight in MMA. I told Aaron it was a lightweight. That's not a lightweight. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, you don't want to get hit by him. No, we're together, pops. What's the worst that can happen? No, no, no. <laughs> you said it wasn't gonna feel like anything. I just need you to like sit with my grandpa. Just make sure he doesn't smoke. Oh, oh, oh my god! There ain't a bunch of NASA scientists right now. Can I get a cold drink? Yeah. Will you make him an actual coffee, Stephanie? Here, I made you another one. Oh, 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 oh. It's gotta be over, uh, dude. I think we're all the way finished with fruit. Stick a fork in it! That is day one, uh, no question about it. Yeah, that is definitely a day one. Uh, we got a comment here, Mike. Oh, okay. What do we got here? Oh, my God, Knoxville is that gray. He is, man. He got gray from the last time we've seen he him. He is that gray. Uh, he is I, He is 50 now, so. Yeah, I mean, he's getting up there. I think that they show him with gray hair in some scenes, and then they show him with black hair, so obviously he's dying his hair. Yeah, he's got to be dying his hair uh, black in order for some of this because there's the stress enough to put, that you're putting your body through with this yeah. is going to end up 
you know, changing your hair color. No question about it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe. I mean, how many years has Jackass been going on? Uh, I will give you that info here real quick. Man, I remember. Um, see, my first experience with, with Jackass was. Uh, the first was episode it? came out October 25th, 2002. So, and when did the first movie come out? So just the show alone or the entire series alone has been 20 years. years this year. Or 20 years this year, yeah. Wow, wow. I think the first movie came out in 05, I want to say. Um, that was my first experience of Jackass before the show. Um, but my love for Jackass came me with that first movie. I was like, holy shit, these guys are awesome. It's hilarious. It's stupid shit, but I love oh, it. Oh, no, that was the movie was October 25th, 2002. So the movie, the first movie's 20 years old? How old is the show? October 1st, 2000. So that is 22 wow. years this year. Wow. Makes me feel old. Uh, it's good tie-in to the comment we just got a couple minutes ago. <laughs> she says she feels old. <laughs> well, join the club. Now we all feel old. Imagine how Knoxville uh, feels. Pain, in pain. That's how he feels. In pain. Yeah. Yeah, no question. So yeah, that's a that to me that is a day one go and see. I oh, want to see easily. that movie badly. Easily, I'm looking forward to it. All right, so go. Is there anything else beginning towards mid month uh, February for you? Yes, February 11th. Here is Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome the newlyweds, Mr. and Mrs. Simon Doyle. You must meet Hercule Poirot. My congratulations, madame. Merci. He's only the greatest detective alive. I suspect you invited me for reasons other than the fun. You had something to hide. We have the Karnak all to ourselves, a chef and enough champagne to fill the Nile. Should have hidden it, shouldn't you? When you have money. No one is ever really your friend. It's too late to change events. It's time to face the consequence. Someone is dead. The crime is murder. Never again is what the murderer is one of you. Were you aware of any grudges? Madame is used to getting what she wants. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel safe with any of them. There are so many conflicting hates and jealousies. Oh, I like this. Did you see or hear anything? I did not trust her. I still don't. What did you do last night? You accused me of murder. He accuses everyone of murder. It is a problem, I admit. The murder was methodically planned. Matt. Can I not trust you? What do you want me to say? Someone else is dead. You lie in my face! Lock the doors! The murderer is here and will stay here.
Well, what do you think of that? It seems interesting. It actually is the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express, if you ever saw it. No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of new characters. I mean, uh, Puro, the detective with the mustache, and with one other guy was in the first one, but everybody else is a new cast. Um, okay. The first one had Johnny Depp in it, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and a lot of other stars, too. Uh, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars was also in that as well. Um, uh, Rose Leslie, I don't know how many people are familiar with her, but she was in Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, you got Russell Brand, she's familiar name from like mid 2000s which i was impressed by russell brand in this trailer i've never seen him play a serious role before i know so i i'm looking forward to just seeing him play this role i am too uh we're gonna have to wait and see what happens here yeah i'm pretty impressed by that going into february 18th i'm looking forward to seeing how the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is being done. Yes, there is currently no trailer out for this yet, I guess. It, it looks like it's produced by Netflix, so it may be a Netflix-only release. Uh, Netflix and Legendary Entertainment, yeah. Okay, so it looks like, let's see, release, does it say? Um, it says February 18th. And it does say the film was revealed to skip a theatrical release and would instead be released on Netflix. It looks like that's going to hold, so it may be a Netflix release only. Which, I mean, some Netflix originals do have a tendency of really surprising you, so... They do. It really could it be a very well-made film, a, a good reboot to the series. Mm-hmm. It all just depends on... The f- it depends on a lot. Well, this Especially will be the this will be the second time. This will be the second time that they have pulled off a a remake. So, you know, if they don't get it right this time, this might spell the end of the franchise. So they better get it right. You, you never know. So, amen to that. Okay, so going in also to February eighteenth, we have Uncharted. Hey, kid. A little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion, easy. But it's just a story. I beg to differ. Five hundred years ago, my family found the world's biggest fortune, then was betrayed. People have been searching for it all in vain. Both you turn your keys clockwise at the same time. Thanks a lot. You almost got me killed. Clockwise, Sully? Well, it was 50-50, so I made a guess. Clearly. <laughs> but the voyage was not just about gold. It was something much more valuable. This girl has a very tragic history. So much blood. I'm pretty sure he just threatened to kill me. Oh, this is gonna suck! Don't get caught. You were just gonna leave me back there. Somebody had to get the cross. brother believed that there was a final piece. Well, you know what my brother said? You have no idea who you partnered with. 
What else aren't you telling me? The victor spoils. How are they going to get them out of here? Boys. <laughs> what is that thing on your face? Yeah, puberty's right around nice the stash. Exclusively in movie theaters. Well, so let's talk about the fact that they've got a pretty star-studded cast for this film. And Tom loaded. Holland, Antonio Banderas, and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, uh, Banderas, I haven't seen him in anything really lately, so it's kind of a shocker to see him here. It is, and I'm really looking forward to this film. This looks like this could be one of the few uh, hits movie-wise coming from a video game adaptation. Yeah, I think we were off to a good start. See, the thing of it is is that... um, I thought like the newest Tomb Raider movie was also very very loyal to the to the reboot of Tomb Raider, and in a way, this kind of looks like that to me. It had a pretty star-studded cast in Tomb Raider, and now we got this again. And that Tomb Raider film turned out pretty loyal and pretty good for a video game adaptation. So I feel like that this one could be as good as, if not better. Oh, it's it's definitely possible. I think I think we're gonna be seeing something really good here. I think we actually could be seeing a series of films coming out from this one. Yeah, I was a huge fan of the uh, of the games and played through them all. And when I heard they were doing this movie, I was excited. The only thing is, a lot of the fan backlashes. A lot of people wanted to see Nathan Fillion play uh, Nathan Drake because he just has the uh, he kind of speaks like him. He kind of looks like the game guy. And I have to agree because Nathan Fillion actually did an Uncharted fan film that you can find on YouTube where yeah. he plays him. And it's fantastic. So I'm wondering, wouldn't it be kind of cool, like if in this movie or in a future movie, we saw a flash forward and maybe Nathan Fillion played an older version of Nathan Drake? It's possible. I'd like to see that. We're going to have to just wait and see what happens. We'll have to wait and see. All okay. Right. So going into March here now. March 4th. Right off the bat in March, we have... The new Batman film. Let's check out the new trailer. Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be bothering you here, but your people keep telling me you're unavailable. You know, you really could be doing more for this city. family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. The Riddler is asking for you. The killer left this for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying. Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. 
know a thing about strays. The bat and the cat. It's got a nice ring. You a new friend of yours? I'm not so sure. I'm just here to unmask the truth about this cesspool we call a city. You're part of this too. How am I a part of this? Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Bruce Way. All these years, you lied to me, Alfred. We all have our scars, Bruce. You're still away. He's involved in this? No, he's not involved. How do you know? Except for Delaney. Who are you under there? What are you hiding? Selena, don't throw your life away. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. It can be cruel, poetic, or blind. But when it's denied, it's your violence you may find. Justice. The answer's justice. Come on, vengeance. Let's get into some trouble. Well, um, I'm pretty impressed by that trailer. I'm pretty impressed with this. This is a day one watch for sure. Yeah. Um, it seems like we're obviously Riddler is going to be the main villain in this film. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're doing the Riddler right. They're doing him proper. Yes, I am so glad they're doing the Riddler like this. This is, this, this is perfect. This is the way he should have been done all along. Because I will, I don't care what anyone says to ha ha Jim Carrey funny. He's perfect with the Riddler. No, no, he no, played the I, role I agree. not serious at all. The Riddler was a very, very intellectual genius with that had a lot of psychosis about him. Yeah, yeah, and and I like the fact too that the trailers are are not showing really, really showing the Riddler. It's a really dark looking film. Yeah, I didn't think it was possible for them to go darker than what the Dark Knight trilogy was. I thought that was about as dark as we could go. And they've proven me wrong and they've gone darker. Um, the only thing I'm not sold on yet is Pattinson's Bruce Wayne. Um, his Batman looks good. His Batman voice his sounds Batman good. Looks good. His Bruce Wayne looks like. Toby Maguire from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he looks like an emo Bruce Wayne. And from what I know, Bruce Wayne is supposed to play the playboy, you know, prim and proper, fancy part of his life. And it doesn't seem like we're getting that Bruce Wayne at all. No, it doesn't seem like we're getting that at all. And that kind of has me worried, but time's going to have to tell once we actually get to watching it. Well, one thing is for sure. When Pattinson got casted, I thought no way could he play Batman. Maybe Bruce Wayne, but not Batman. I'm glad to see that I was wrong because actually he looks like he is a legit Batman. Mm-hmm. So I'm impressed. So they, I agree. This is a day one watch. No question about it. All right. So what else do we have here in March that you'd be looking forward to? Um... 
I mean, looking at the rest of March, nothing is really jumping out at me. How about you? Same here. All right, then I guess we go immediately to April 1st. Immediately into April 1st and immediately into the first film that pops up, Morbius. All right, let's see what the trailer's got in store. You need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. I'm here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. Dr. Michael Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off a Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. I went from dying to being more alive than ever. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There are limits. There has to be. There's something inside of me. The hunt and consume blood. Michael. And you control it. I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike, you and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? Just kidding, it's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. Okay. I have questions about this, and they're not bad questions. I'm still trying to figure out what Morbius Spider-Man universe takes place in. Because there's been things that have been pointed out online that the Spider-Man uh, graffiti behind him when he's walking, it is, I believe, Andrew Garfield's suit. But It very well could be... Andrew Garfield's universe, just because of the fact that it seems like um, Venom, the Venom we know, is uh-huh. from Garfield's universe. Right. The only question is, though, but we do see Michael Keaton's Vulture from Tom Holland's universe. 
So, I mean, unless that that those scenes take place during uh, Far From Home, or not Far From Home, with the new Spider-Man, No Way Home, if he somehow comes over in the multiverse for a brief moment in that period and then goes back to Andrew Garfield's universe? I don't know. It's possible. All I and, know is that it seems like they're doing the character justice. And did you notice in the trailer as well where he says about an incident in San Francisco? That incident in San Francisco is Venom. Yeah. So Morbius and Venom appear to take place in the same universe, which, again, we're led to believe that's got to be Andrew Garfield's universe, which I think, again, the, uh, the, between Venom, the new Spider-Man, and, and Morbius, I think they are building to Andrew Garfield's return. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with the third Garfield film. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's but happening. It's, but that's neither here or there right now. We're going into Morbius here, and... I really got to say, they're doing this character justice. Yeah, I don't know I mean, much Morbius about Morbius. was always an anti-hero styled character. Mm -hmm. uh, he wasn't necessarily a villain, but he wasn't a hero as well in the Spider-Man lore. Hmm. Uh, so they does got, he, they uh, captured the look pretty well as too. Does he? Uh, does he fight with Spider-Man or fight against Spider-Man? Uh, times where it's been both. Okay, kind of like Venom in a way. Yeah. Okay, so interesting. I'll be curious to see how they're going to pull that one off. But, I mean, a good cast for this as well. I mean, Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Tyrese Gibson, Michael Keaton. Matt Smith, man. All I think of Matt Smith now is Last Night in Soho, and that's finally coming out on uh, on disc tomorrow. I'm, I'm excited to see that again. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, I, 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 great cast. Uh, like you said, it looks like they're staying true to character, which is good news, especially since Sony's doing this movie. And we know we've talked about Sony's handling of these movies, and sometimes they do their own thing. Exactly. So that's encouraging that they seem to be following the, uh, the right pattern this time. Huh. So where do we April eighth here in April? I was hoping you weren't going to mention it. Well, here we go. Quick stretch, little snack, and here we go. Sonic, I love what the hell make a difference. Mind if I ride? Are you being reckless? Don't worry, nobody's gonna get hurt. Pretending to be Batman. Blue Justice, trademark pending. You're still just a kid. Trust me, there will come a moment when your powers will be needed. But you don't choose that moment. That moment chooses you. I just got goosebumps. Wait a second, did you steal that from Oprah? He's back! Papa's got a brand new stash. Ha! Since I've been gone, I've discovered the source of ultimate power. Sounds big. It's been on my vision board for years. Hope I'm not too late. I'm sorry, who are you? Name's Tails. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Step one, light taunting. Step two, I have no idea. Hang on! Whoa! That wasn't too bad. <laughs> 
forecast calls for a 100% chance of adventure. Turn to sender. Face it, you're never going to get my power. Do I look like I need your power? Where are my manners? Sonic, meet Knuckles. Okay. Straight to Netflix only. Straight to DVD. Please get it off my screen. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching the first one as a just a regular afternoon movie. I didn't see it the first one at the theater. Yeah, the first one. The first one again. It's, it's appeals to kid audiences. Was it fun? Was it a little funny? Sure. I mean, this is not a movie I'm going to go jump to see at the theater. If I see it no. again, it'll be one of those afternoon watches just to watch it. But uh. Yeah, I mean, the one problem I'm having here is is that Jim Carrey's character is supposed to be fat. That's was the character in the games. He was fat. And at the end of the first movie, they kind of show that he's getting that way, and now we're right back to him being thin again. And I don't know why why they're doing that. I thought that was just a first movie thing they were trying to build towards. Well, unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and now whatever. Don't care. Let's move on. I, I don't want to talk <laughs> about this shit show anymore. Oh, you're funny. You're you're funny, dude. All right, so we go into April fifteenth. No, we go back into Michael Bay territory with this film, oh, Ambulance. Why? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we brother. did talk about this film, and this actually looks sorry like a Michael Bay film that could this. be good. I just wanted things to be the way yeah. they used to be. That's my brother, Will. I could use some help. My wife needs this surgery. This is real life. How's that right? You put your life down on the line for this country? You leave your family, your home? How much do you need? 231. How about more? 32 That's usually poison for director Michael Bay. I came to you for a loan. Look, have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you out of? It's time for you to do something for your family. Except for the island, I like the island. What can I do you for, officer? We're just doing a transfer in the back. I'll let uh, you in in 20 minutes. Uh, I could just get it done real quick because I'm on the clock. Promise not to rob the place. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, because that would be bad for my job. Okay. <laughs> I promise. All right, okay. All right. All okay. Right. Come All on. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's go, D. You are all going to have the greatest story to tell at dinner tonight. Get out! Lock everything down. Nothing gets out. All the leaves are brown. Stop! Get out! What do you want? I'm just gonna borrow it. I got a cop shot. I gotta get him to the hospital. I'm gonna need you to help us. Why don't you help us? We're doing hostages now. We're not crashing into this ambulance. We got a brother cop on board. Do you have EMT experience? Combat triage. You're a soldier? Yeah. We are trying to save you. One, two, three. Get out! California, 
You move! You think you're so tough with that gun? No, Daddy, relax! I gotta get back to my wife and my son. Does your wife know you're up, Banks? We're not the bad guys. We're just the guys trying to get home. We don't get to walk off into the sunset! Danny, everybody knows how dangerous you are. Do you? You get your helos out of here now! I'm gonna get you back home, little brother. I'm gonna get everybody home. Okay, yeah, this film we did talk about, and this actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, Michael Bay sometimes can mean poison, especially when it comes to story, but this film sometimes. actually looks like it actually has a story. Well, I like The Island. There's a few of the films I like. I like The Island. I like the Bad Boys films. Um, I'm partial to Armageddon a little bit, too. But other than that, yeah, other than the first Transformers, the sequels got derivative and annoying. Um so, yeah, usually it, it kind of can. Um, but this looks like it actually has a story for once in a Michael Bay film. Well, not for once, but for a change. Exactly. Uh, good cast, yet again, all around. You know, we got a lot of movies coming out this year with a lot of star-studded casts. I know, and I'm glad to see that we're getting a lot more of these star-studded casts because we're going to be seeing a lot of different acting styles coming back in that we haven't seen in a while i feel like yeah yeah it's kind of nice to see kind of that mix and also too you know we usually only see where there's like usually one big star in a movie whereas now we're seeing numerous films with two three four stars so we're getting a chance to kind of see different acting styles mesh together and work it, off each other exactly yeah so yeah that that that's definitely a, a movie it's worth seeing i think that's a theater film i believe definitely uh, day one, not entirely sure, but it's definitely going to be one that we're going to have to see. Oh, yeah. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. If you listen carefully enough, the past whispers to you. We're here to see Albus Dumbledore. That would be my brother. The world as we know it is coming undone. Grindelwald's pulling it apart with hate. If we're to defeat him, you'll have to trust me. This is the team that's going to take down the most dangerous wizard in over a century. A magizoologist, his indispensable assistant. Wizard descended from a very old family, a school teacher, and a muggle. Dumbledore asked that I give you something, Jacob. Are you kidding me right now? Who wouldn't like our chances? Off to save the world, are we? Things are not quite what they appear. Yep. Swivel, but delicately. I'm swiveling like you're swiveling. 
Muggles. Begins today! What is this place? The room we require. Correct. Three points to Hufflepuff. Can I? Mm-mm. Very dangerous. It's very powerful. If it got in the wrong hands, you know, mess you up. Where did you get it? Look out for Christmas. Okay, so I got a couple questions about this one too. So, is this due to be the fa- the final Fantastic Beast film? I don't know, because I thought that this series was going to end kind of right where Sorcerer's Stone might kind of start, and it seems like we're still pretty far off from that because Dumbledore is still far younger than he is in Sorcerer's Stone. Well, from the looks of it, it looks like it's not even. The Dumbledore we know, it's his brother. No, Jude Law's character, that's actually Dumbledore. Okay. That's Dumbledore, and then the other guy they showed talking to him was his brother, which I don't remember the brother being mentioned in Harry Potter, so I'm wondering if the brother's going to get killed. Uh, That's possible, but also keep in mind, like, Grindelwald was always, I don't know, did you, you read the books, right? Which ones? The Harry Potter books? Yeah. Uh, Not all of them. But some of them. But like Grindelwald was God. I want to say that was a long time. Like that ended a while before Voldemort ever came to be. Well, I look at I mean, I don't know if I don't know if Dumbledore ages like a normal human. I mean, if he does, we'll say that maybe he was in his 80s in Sorcerer's Stone. So maybe here he's maybe in his 50s. So we're talking oh, maybe God, 30 no. years. He's... Way older than that, because he had the Sorcerer's Stone, which something along the lines of, uh, you know, kind of kept him immortal. Would you would you say that maybe this is probably at least 20 years before Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone? Give me one second. I've been wondering that watching these films. I thought they were going to be a lot closer to those. And considering this might be the last one, I'm kind of wondering what the end game here is to lead into that. Uh, I he was about 150 years old in Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. Okay, so now the question is, how old is he supposed to be here? I don't, I don't know. So it was a while before Voldemort ever came to power, yeah. So I don't think this is going to lead into Sorcerer's Stone exactly, unless no. maybe at the end of the film there's a flash forward. It's possible, but who knows. Mm-hmm. I also don't know exactly how I feel about Skarsgård taking over as Grindelwald. I still feel like it should be Johnny Depp. Yeah, that whole thing of what Johnny Depp was pushed out was rather ridiculous, and I think it's a shame because I thought Johnny Depp did a fantastic job in the second film. I thought he did too. He was he was creepy and he was conniving. He was evil, and now I don't I don't I don't see this, this guy that's playing him is this guy that played him in Casino Royale, which he was a great villain in Casino Royale, but this was Johnny Depp's role. Oh, it, by far this was Johnny Depp's role. Yeah, 
So, but yeah, I, I still see it because I saw the other two, and I'm a Harry Potter fan, so I'll see it to see how the story all ties together. Yeah, so let's just hope that it turns out for the best here. We will see. So uh, at the very end of April here, there's something that kind of struck me a little bit with the cast, another star-studded cast. This one is The Northman. Now, behold. No, it's my bad. It was um, Mads Mikkelsen, not uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Father is here. The king, milady. The king. Your fate is set, and you cannot escape it. Willem Dafoe. How I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, father. My king. Well, another star-studded cast, no question about it. I'm going to have to go see this movie. This looks really good. You know what actually reminds me of the story of? Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I wouldn't go that far, but... Well, the beginning. I mean, at the beginning, the little boy sees his father and mother killed, and he seeks out revenge towards the villain. In a way, it's similar in that in that way. I guess so, but... I'm, I'm, this definitely caught my interest. Yeah, and also, too, I caught that Anya Taylor-Joy is in this, and that immediately grabbed me because she was just so good in Last Night in Soho that she's in a movie now. I want to see it because there's just something about her that um, her her talent, her acting, yeah, her vocals, we've got, her acting, I, it's just... We've got Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. This is just a star-studded cast again. Yeah, this is just this is just top-notch. And I I saw the cast list for this. I'm like, okay, this is something we've got to talk about because we've been on the subject of, you know, these movies with a lot of actors in it, and it's just another one to add to the list. 
Yeah, this is definitely on my must-watch. Yes, most definitely. Okay, moving on to to May May. 8th. May 6th. Yeah, May. Oh, sorry, May 6th. You want to do the honors? Let's get into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. It was the only way. But I never meant for any of this to happen. Wanda. I knew sooner or later you'd show up. I made mistakes. And people were hurt. I'm not here to talk about Westview. Then what are you here for? I need your help. With what? What do you know about the multiverse? I'm sorry, Stephen. I hope you understand. Greatest threat to our universe is you. Things just got out of hand. Day one, day one, day day one. one. No question about it. Uh, There's just so much in that movie that I want to see. I'm hearing that we're going to get more multiverse characters as well popping up in this, ones we don't expect. So I'm I'm actually just as excited for this as I was for Spider-Man because the multiverse just brings infinite possibilities. Exactly. Uh, You don't know what to expect at this point in the MCU. No, and, and and this is right here. I mean, we're looking ahead. I mean, we've got... We don't know where Spider-Man's going to go beyond this. Um, we don't know what the repercussions of Spider-Man are going to be as far as the big picture with the Avengers. And uh, this Doctor Strange multiverse film could answer all of the questions that we had at the end of uh, No Way Home. I know. Uh, let's hope we get some of the answers we're looking for. I hope so. This is really exciting, and this is definitely, like you said, this is definitely a day one film. For sure. Okay, so... Let's get into the one that you're excited for. Okay, so here's the trailer. The trailer that was released close to two years ago for a film that's been delayed for COVID numerous times. Top Gun Maverick. 30 plus years of service. Combat medals. 
Citations. Only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. Yet you can't get a promotion. You won't retire. Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are. Captain. What is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today. <laughs> I see summer 2020. snooze fest. Wow. So I kick it you weren't a fan of the original. I was a fan of the original, but here's my issue with this. My interest is long gone in them trying to do another movie to this because it's been 30 plus years since the first film. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, uh, yeah. to me, I've got higher hopes for this being good than, than for the way Matrix Resurrections turned out. I have less hopes to this being good than I did Matrix Resurrections. We know how that one turned out. Well, so exactly. if it follows the trend, then I'm just, I refuse to put up hope anymore at that point, if that's the case. Well, I've got more hope that at the end result of this film will be a lot more um, uh, satisfying than what Matrix was. Uh, good God. So anyway, so let's move into June, a film that I am very excited for, which is the I am very franchise. excited for this too, Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. Sadly, there's no trailer out for this yet. There is the prologue to the movie, uh, which is far too long for us to put on here. It's like, I think, seven, eight, nine minutes long. So you can check that out on YouTube. But there's no official trailer yet. But this film sees the return of the original stars, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern, alongside Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. I couldn't be more excited. I'm excited for it at the same time I'm nervous. Like, I know yeah, this, there's is the always that. The, this is the end of the franchise here. They've been long planning this to be the end of the franchise. Mm -hmm. My biggest concern with this, and I don't know about you, Mike, my biggest concern with this film is how are the original cast with them coming back, 
how much more are they going to demand the screen time? How much more are they going to like overshadow the new cast that we have? Well, uh, Colin Tevereau, the director and writer, he did say that the old cast and the new cast pretty much have equal screen time. And that they have two separate plots going on in the film that will somehow intersect once we get to the middle of the third act of the film. Because I don't know how I'm going to feel about that particular. It's got me nervous. As long as they're bringing back the original cast for the right reasons and not just forcing them in there just because. um, I'm hoping there's going to be a good clear-cut explanation other than just, hey, we're here to help. You know, that would just be like, wow, so... Fan service. I don't want fan service here. I want there to be a legitimate reason for them to be there that makes sense, and it's not just plot armor. No, I agree. That needs to be the case. But I'm excited for it. It's the end of the franchise, and I'm hoping we get a satisfying conclusion. I hope so, too, because I'm going to be so upset otherwise. I agree. Okay, moving down into uh, nothing really much else left in June that really stands out to me. How about you? Uh, not really. I mean, you've got what looks to be a standalone Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. Which is, I guess, the story of the real Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based off of in, yes. their, in the Toy Story universe. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, is it really necessary? I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I, it might be worth a, a blind watch, you know, just to kind of watch on an average day. Yeah. So. But we get to July here, and July 8th. Let you take oh, this yes. one. Thor, Love and Thunder. Natalie Portman returns to the Thor universe as... The new female Thor? Let's see what happens with this. Well, I'm excited she's coming back because I was a little peeved that she wasn't in Ragnarok because she was such a huge part of Thor's story in in one in the Dark World. So I'm glad that they're coming back to her because at the end of the day, it does seem like she is Thor's one true destiny, his love. And at least that's what they were hinting at in the first two films. Whether they're going to drop that or not, I don't know. Um, Makes me wonder how they're going to handle Hemsworth uh, after this film, like during this film and during the end scenes. Yeah, they said he's not going to be Fat Thor anymore, so we know that's not going to stick from the end of Endgame from the last time we saw him. The Guardians will make at least an appearance in this. I don't know how much screen time they will have, but they're on the cast list, so it might be either a cameo or maybe a few minutes. We don't know. My curiosity, like I said, is how they're going to handle the transition because this should be Hemsworth's last movie as Thor, right? Well, I I thought Ragnarok was going to be his last movie. I was surprised when they greenlit this because I thought he was done after Endgame. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. If this film does really, really well, maybe not. We'll have to see. It's a big question mark. I have faith, though, because Takeda Waititi, Ragnarok's doing this one, too, and he did such a fantastic job with that film. I'm excited to see how he follows it up. Oh, I agree. All right, moving down into July 29th, Dwayne Johnson joins the DC Universe. One of the very rare DC films that I am looking forward to, that I have looked forward to, the only other one being... uh, Aquaman. 
Yeah, I don't know much about Black Adam at all, so I am very much from the Shazam universe. You know, I know based on what Dwayne Johnson has said, he has been pushing for the Snyderverse to be restored because he said he very much wants to fight uh, Henry Cavill Superman. No, they definitely need to restore the Snyderverse. Just for the simple fake of Zack Snyder's Justice League alone, they need to restore it. But I like the fact that we have Dwayne Johnson on our side for that because I'm thinking that maybe he could persuade DC and Warner Brothers to go that direction because he has so much um, power in Hollywood right now. Oh, I know. I When you're one of, if not the highest paid actor in Hollywood, yep, you kind of have a little bit of sway in that regard. Well, I'm hoping uh, that maybe he pushes them. I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. I'm waiting for that first trailer because all we got released was like a 40-second teaser from that DC fandom, which was just kind of one shot of him. Uh, we didn't get to see much, but from what we saw, it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else stand out to you? Because I'm going down as far as September 30th, unless something else stands out to you between the 29th and 30th of September. I'm taking a look right now. Oh, nothing really is standing out. And I'm not even looking forward to September 30th, but I know you are. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Mission Impossible fan. I like these films. I think that they continuously grow and they and they actually improve with each film. Uh, Fallout I think really this hits. series should have ended after the third one. I mean, this is not this is not a Fast and the Furious franchise. This film is these films are actually smartly written. They actually have good stories behind them. They're not just mindless smartly, action like Fast and Furious. Smartly Fall, written. Fallout, I think, was the best Mission Impossible film since Mission Impossible 3. Um, so I'm just excited to see. I know that they're doing 7 and 8. They're shooting, they shot them back to back. They're shooting 8 now, and that they'll come out a year apart, and Mission Impossible 8 will finish off the franchise. They're even bringing back um, Kitridge from Mission Impossible 1 for this film, which means they're going to come full circle. So I'm excited to see how they're going to pull that off. Okay. If they're coming back full circle, that we'll see what happens with it then. But mm -hmm. as of right now, I'm not looking forward to this. Well, maybe it, maybe a trailer will change your mind when that comes down the pike. We'll have to see. Okay, so going into October 7th, we go back into Spider-Man territory, this time for the animated series, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yes, I didn't even know much about this uh, coming out until recently. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is part one, so obviously this story that they're doing is so big that it's not enough to fit into one film. It definitely. I'm wondering what they're going to be doing with this then. Well, yeah, because I guess they are they are sticking to the, um, the multiverse, I guess, in these films. Well, they essentially started, if you want to get technical, it's the whole multiverse really started with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Right. I'm just surprised that they're continuing the multiverse storyline in these animated films. I thought they might actually go a different direction now. So I'll be interested to see what direction they're going to want to go in here. So am I. Um, so I don't know that much about this film, so I really can't say too much. It was just recently announced, I think a few months ago. So everything's still pretty fresh with this. Mm -hmm. But so uh, October 14th. 
the conclusion of the Halloween franchise, Halloween Ends. I'm very interested to see where they go from here. With this I have film. a theory. I have a theory on how this franchise is going to end, and I think it's going to require both the death of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. I think that is a fitting conclusion. Yeah, I think that basically they've hinted at it by basically saying that, you know, Michael Myers is not dying because he's so evil and that maybe the only thing that really can truly kill evil is her because that's his driving force. Well, yeah, it has to be. But I mean, the biggest thing, though, about it is it, it's technically a supernatural thing with Michael Myers. Right. So I, he's been driven this entire time by some unknown force that we don't know how he keeps uh, getting out of these situations, how he keeps coming back to life, everything throughout the entire saga of this uh, franchise. I'm just really interested to see how they can, they will manage to conclude this story. Yeah. Um, and also too, if they're going to be willing to let it die with this film, because the one thing that they've never done with these is give it a proper conclusion. This seems like the perfect moment. The title even spells it out and the franchise while it's still, sort of on top yeah no i i agree they they need to do this okay so going into november this is going to be an interesting film because we're getting now dc's multiverse with the flash yep i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this i loved i loved the show the, the show is pretty good. They, DC did a great job with the show, and I think the show is still on. I don't know how many more seasons it's got left in it, but uh, I think it's in season six or seven right now. But I'm really interested to see what they end up doing here. Well, Michael Keaton's Batman returns. I'm very curious to see how they're going to write him in here. I'm hearing that he will replace Ben Affleck's Batman and be <clears throat> like the Nick Fury possibly going forward to the DC universe, which I'm okay with because I think that's a good, solid pick. No, I agree. Um, I've also heard, too, there was a rumor going around that uh, I don't know if this is actually happening, but uh, Warner Brothers had asked, um, who was it? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a correction. I'm sorry. Doctor Strange, I meant to bring this up with Doctor Strange. Supposedly, Disney asked Ben Affleck to return as Daredevil in the Doctor Strange multiverse. No. (laughs) I don't think it happened. I don't think it happened, though. No. That would have killed it for me. Uh, okay, so back to DC. Yeah, I don't know who's going to show up in, in The Flash other than Batman. I feel like that there's going to be more than just that because if we're getting into the multiverse, somebody else special has got to show up here. No, I agree. Uh, we're just going to have to wait to see some info for this. Yeah, there's more info. I think there's a teaser out as well. Um, you can check that out on YouTube as well. It's not doesn't show that much, and it only shows, I think, Michael Keaton from behind you don't even see like the front of him so it's not really much of a teaser for me so speaking of november 4th there's an untitled david russell project coming out i'm really interested to see what the name of it's going to be and what it's going to be about because looking at this cast holy hell i have not seen this star-studded of a cast in a long time yeah the only plot we have margot robbie anya taylor joy rami malik Zoe Saldana, Chris Rock, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, Mike Myers. 
There's Anya Taylor-Joy again. Look, this is a beyond star-studded cast for this project. I want to know what this is going to be about, what it's going to be called. The only premise that's on Wikipedia is a doctor and a lawyer form an unlikely partnership. That's all it says. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens. So that might be an interesting thing to watch out for. All right. Okay, moving uh, into November, November 11th. 11th. Oh, controversial film. Controversial because of the actress uh, that's supposed to be taking over Black Panther. I'm just going to start out by saying it right now. I, I'm i not too keen on how they're handling this. Um, not at all. I don't. They should, I, have, I, they should have recast Chadwick Boseman uh, I'm not, after he I'm, died. I'm not excited for this at all. I, I have no anticipation for this. I think that they would have been better off just letting Black Panther be done with that one film, you know, and, le- and let well, Black no, Panther live they, on. Black Panther was going to end up coming out to be more films. I think right. the fact that Bozeman, unfortunately, passing when he did kind of threw mm-hmm. a wrench into everything that they were going to be doing with this franchise. Right. I say if you're going to honor. Bozeman and this franchise in any way, I think what you do here is you bring back Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger and have him take over the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah, I don't like hearing, too, that uh, that this film's basically going to start with the death of, of, of him, and I'm like, that kind of comes off in bad taste to me. Um, I think, like I said, either you could go the direction you said, or they could have just stopped with that one film and let Black Panther live on in that movie universe, much like Paul Walker has done in Fast and Furious. Let him live on in the movie movie universe and not kill him off. I just, I think this is a bad mistake. I think again, you know what this film feels like to me? It feels like a cash grab. They want to cash in on Chadwick Boseman and the legacy of him. We're gonna have to see. I don't know. We're gonna have to see what happens later on throughout the year, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I, I don't know on it right now. As of right now, I am I'm on I'm on skip mode with this right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens throughout the year though. With this. Okay, so December sixteenth. The question is: uh, Is that, this that, finally that, happening? That, that, that beforehand. What am I forgetting? One November twenty third. Oh, you're talking Creed about. Three. Creed three. Yeah. I forgot about Creed three. Um, I liked the first two films. I know Sylvester Stallone is not returning in three. So this will be a full on Michael B. Jordan vehicle now. So it'll be, be interesting to see how he carries the film now without Rocky Balboa being in it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not much is known about it. There's no, I don't think there's even a plot synopsis even out for it right now. Um, Wikipedia, all it says, uh, Stallone confirmed that there were ongoing discussions regarding a Creed 3. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is directing the film. Stallone's uh, not going to be in bo- it. That same month, professional boxer Deontay Wilder announced plans to begin a career in acting, stating specifically that he wants to play James Clubberlang's son in Creed 3. So we do kind of have a synopsis here. It almost looks like we're getting... Um, we're almost getting a Rocky three and refreshing going into this one. And Mm -hmm. that instead of Rocky versus uh, Clubber Lang, 
we're getting Clubberling's son versus uh, Creed's uh, kid. Yeah. And it looks like, too, um, I don't know if you saw this. This is also on Wikipedia. So it looks like there could potentially be one more Rocky film in development, which will be conceptualized as an epilogue story. The film would be about Rocky befriending a young fighter who is a foreigner stuck illegally in the U.S. He'd meet a young, angry person who got stuck in the country when he comes to see his sister. He takes him into his life and ends up kind of taking him under his wing for like one last hurrah. Mm hmm. Um, uh, he said the film had yet to be greenlit and that was two years ago. So it seems as though it may not happen. I don't think it's necessary because I think at the end of Creed two, he was given a little bit of closure with him finally being on good terms with his son. Yeah. You know, I, I think that they should just let, let his story end there. Yeah. I think his story was, had a proper ending. Yeah. Okay. So the one I was going to talk about, is this actually going to happen this time this year? Avatar two, December 16th. I hope it does. For some my reason, biggest, my biggest worry, and I know a lot of people have had this too. I'm pretty sure you have it as well. Has enough time passed between the first film and this one where the hype is all gone? My hype's all gone. It sucked me out. To me, this is this is too little, too late territory. I, I just think that this is probably the first one came out in two thousand eight. This should have come out at least by two thousand fifteen. I agree. Uh, I don't know why there was so. How, what were the reasons behind all the delays? Supposedly, Cameron was just uh, he was waiting for some technology to catch up. He was getting behind on pre production and blah blah blah. It just seemed like it was one excuse after the other. And supposedly, it's supposed to come out this year. Now, I mean, we are now what, 11 months away from it. It seems as though it's going to stay on track, but for some reason I still have this gut feeling it's going to get pushed back again. I don't know why. Well, if it does stay on track and it does come out on December 16th here, mm -hmm. do you think that it's going to be like the first film? Do you think this is going to overtake the highest grossing film of all time? I mean... It has a chance just because so many people might be interested to see what comes next in the story and see how he advances technology. 3D has not really advanced at all in that since 2008. So to me, it's not going to be groundbreaking like the first one was. So I think that alone is going to hurt some of its box office numbers because the 3D is not going to be revolutionary. Mm -hmm. um, unless something comes out in the next 10, 11 months that we don't know about, which is possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that this might be too little too late territory. Um, we'll see. I think the film will still be a success, but will it do as good as Avatar 1? I don't think so. Only time's going to have to be able to tell. We have True. to wait for more info to come out about this film. Yep. It's still way too early. All right. The final film of December. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, the first Aquaman was a surprise hit. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this because it seems like to me right now, Aquaman is the only thing keeping the DCEU together after oh, the failure of far. Wonder Woman. By far, um, Aquaman is the only thing keeping it together. 
because unfortunately we've had two disappointments in Wonder Woman 1984 and the Suicide Squad, so this is really the last-ditch effort to save it. Mm-hmm. So if this movie does not turn out good, I think we can officially put the DCEU in the grave. No, I agree. So, uh, again, I don't know much about this. I don't even know who the villain's supposed to be. I know a lot of the cast from the first one is returning. Um, so, uh, I think the, uh, the black mantis from the, the end of the first movie, the one that was hinted at as the villain, the son of that guy that was killed on the ship. Mm-hmm. I think he may be the villain here. Cause they kind of hinted at that, especially in that end credit sequence of Aquaman one. So that might be the direction they're going in. It's possible. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, just because the first film was so good. I'm just hoping it's not disappointing. Like wonder woman 1984 was no, for sure. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens. That's all we can do. Okay, so we've reached the end of 2022. So I guess my final question would be, what movie do you think is going to be the biggest biggest success of 2022 and the biggest bomb of 2022? Oh, we've got a lot of good choices here. Um, For best, you can go with the top three, and then worst, you can go top three as well. Therefore, we can make it a little simpler. Well, let me go through the list here and see. I'm going to have to say The Batman. For success? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that one. I think that's going to be a surprising hit. Doctor Strange. Marvel, always. And I might have to give... The third slot. Hmm. Think I'm going to have to give the third slot here to let me find it again. I just lost it. Uh, might actually have to. Let's see the Batman. Uh, Doctor Strange. I might have to give it to Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna for best. I'm gonna go with. Um, yeah, I think the Batman's gonna do really well. I don't think it's gonna be the high one of the highest grossing films of 2022. I think it'll be maybe top five. Um, Doctor Strange and Thor most definitely I think will be in that top three discussion for for box office because just because of Marvel. Um, Jurassic World's gonna be up there. Because the last two movies did fantastic overall. So I think the third, this last one's going to do really well as well. Um, so I'll go with, I'll go with those. I'll go with those four kind of hindering on that uh, for a potential bomb. Um, I think this is a tough one for a bomb. Um, Say top three. Black Panther could potentially be a bomb, but it probably won't be because the first one was one of the highest grossing Marvel films and people will go see it because of the legacy of Chadwick Boseman, which I think is the wrong reason to see it. Um, so even though I think that it maybe deserves to, it probably won't. Uh, I'm going to go with the biggest bomb of the year. Could very well potentially... Uh, 
I hate to say it because I'm looking forward to it. Uncharted could potentially be a bomb. Okay. I hope not because I want to see a franchise. But for some reason, we're, with, with it being released in February and we're still kind of hindering on a little bit of those COVID surges and it's exclusively in theaters. I don't know. That I'm thinking that's going to be the one. Not much faith you have. I got faith on it being a good film. I just, I don't know if people are going to go see it. I hope they do. I, I really hope I'm wrong on that one. I just have a bad feeling. Oh, I've got a good idea of three that I think are going to bomb pretty hard. I'm going to say Sonic. I'm Kid going to surge it. It's possible, but I don't see it happening. Sonic, I think, I think Black Panther's going to bomb. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to be a... I think without Chadwick Boseman, it's going to be a mediocre film. And do you want to know what I think might actually be the bomb of the year? What? Avatar. Oh, that's a bold statement. I don't know if I'd be willing to go that far. I thought about that. I did think about that. My gut is telling me that Avatar might be too little too late. Do you think I it's going to bomb bomb? A, I think we might see a surge of people going to watch it with the first coming out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're going to see anything like we did before. No, there's I nothing... Think that, I think we're going to be... I think we're going to be seeing it hitting DVDs, uh, Blu-rays, but law a, a lot sooner than, than people the first are expecting. One. Yeah, I, I for some reason, it's just that this one's not really bringing anything new to the table. We're not hearing about how it's going to be the next step in the evolution of filmmaking, not like the first one was. So what exactly is the appeal here? Because at the end of the day, the first film story was okay. It was average. It was mainly more about the effects and, and what 3d was bringing. So what's this film going to bring to the table? that's going to make audiences flock to it. It's a big I question, but I'm with you. That, that, that could potentially be the biggest disappointment of the year. So yeah, that's what I have for that. Mm-hmm. We will see 2022 is filled with a lot of good movies. I'm anticipating. Um, I have a lot more hope for a lot of these than a lot of star studded casting. Yeah. Um, I think all these films have the potential to be good. We might not have a bad film in here. We might not. I'm hoping we don't. Um, a few have... of them have me worried. What'd you say? Uh, de- a few definitely have me worried too, but we're going to have to see. Mm, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And we're going to be starting up right with this month. Uh, so Moonfall and Jackass will kick us off in a couple weeks, and then we just go into it from there. So, yeah, definitely uh, be looking forward to a potentially very packed year for episodes from us. Yeah, we got a lot, I think, to cover. Um, so there's no shortage of new films to cover here, even in the next couple months. Yep. So with that, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of Lights, Camera, Action, Entertainment. 
please make sure to subscribe to our podcast, which you can find on all major platforms. Uh, go to lcareviews.com for more info, obviously. Go there mm-hmm. also to see some uh, written reviews that Mike has done. Yep. Uh, TV, I'm going to be movies. attempting to try to get back into doing some of that as well. Uh, be sure mm-hmm. to check out uh, Mike's Twitch stream at Mike Up Gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, check out Martin's uh, Twitch stream. I believe it's what Forsaken Avenger. Forsaken Avenger. He and I do uh, dual streams too with Phasmophobia, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, The Division, and a lot of other stuff. So it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. But yeah, other than that, look forward to us starting our Supernatural uh, discussion here coming up real soon. Next couple weeks, we're going to get into Seasons 1 through 3 to start out. Season 1 through 3 are some of my favorites, so I'm going to have fun discussing 1 through 3, that's for sure. But yeah, with that, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for joining us for this episode of LCA Entertainment. That's a wrap. Cut and print. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. And coming later this month, we begin our Supernatural Retrospective as we cover Seasons 1 through 3 and then the other seasons following. To find out more info about our site and our podcast, go to lcareviews.com. Thank you for listening to the Lights, Camera, Action Entertainment Podcast.